Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. It's about to go down. Burning your ears with another all-killer and no-filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with your host, Jim Beaver. Sliding trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country. Amy Hood. What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver. With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other. Jim Beaver. Good morning and welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, waiting for her to read a text where she's going to absolutely laugh. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna have no idea what she's. You guys are gonna have no idea what we're talking about, but uh, that's a way to open the show is have Amy laughing. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness, yeah. Seriously, you guys will never ever know what we are talking about. Uh, No, I hope they don't. No, (laughs) I mean some people would. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. Moving on. We can't stay on okay. that. So. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We got a, a fun one today. Um, man, you want to talk about personalities? Um, we got Street Bike Tommy right there. Street Bike Tommy. That, that says enough. But we got a good friend of Amy's, fellow Monster Jam driver in the zombie truck. It is World Finals weekend. We are going to be talking a lot of World Finals, um, but we've got uh, Bari Musauer, and I actually did my homework so I could pronounce his name right, but uh, Bari Musauer is uh, calling in, and uh, i got to tell you, I was looking at some of his videos. This guy shreds Amy Hood. You, I know. I mean, it's really cool to have, you know, my teammates and partner in crime, you know, the other zombie driver. Um, I mean, he's kind of one of the iconic zombie drivers. A lot of people come up to my autograph line and you know, ask where the, you know, the tall dude is and and look around the track and ask if I'm the cheerleader. <laughs> but uh, no, Bari kills it, and it's really cool to have him here at World Finals because we actually never get to be on tour together, if you think about it. We'll never be on tour together unless yeah. I draw something else. 
Yeah. yeah, that's pretty rad. Looking forward to that. And then we got Riley Herbst. We had him on last year. He's an ARCA driver. He's in the NASCAR Next program. But he actually, from the terrible Herbst fame, his uh, dad, Troy, also races trophy trucks, his Uncle Tim, his Uncle Ed. Anyways, he took his very first over overall off-road victory over the weekend. We're going to have Riley Herbst calling into the show. All that more coming at you here in hour number one and two of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru Rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey Highlights. Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver 15 and at Amy Hood 71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here. Uh, kicking off what is a fun one street bike, Tommy. We got uh, Riley Herbst and 
Jaspari Musauer on the line today. Uh, but before we get into that, we got to, a lot to talk about. We've got some, I don't know, Monster Jam, Supercross, short course shenanigans. But I was at uh, the works race in Lake Havasu this past week. It's only 30 minutes away. I went up there. I got to give a shout out. Uh, I, fo- I followed him on Instagram for a while. There's a young kid. Uh, I don't know his age. He's got to be about 10. I should know this. His name's Caden Danbury, but uh, he came up to me, him and his mom. They, uh, he races a Razor 170 that's actually been modified to like a 250 thing shreds. But, uh, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a little shredder. Um, but anyways, he came up, and uh, him and his mom, I talked with them for probably five minutes, and uh, they listened to every single episode of the show. So we got to give a shout-out to Caden Danbury no today. Yes, so it's pretty rad. What's up, buddy? So – so I think we we gotta like name you know the little like two wheels are little rippers and you know the kids on the on four wheels you know razor cars whatever are little shredders. Yeah. How about that? Little shredders. I like that. Okay. That works. Little shredders and yeah. little rippers. Yeah. Little rippers. <laughs> awesome. Little well, cool, shredders. Man. Well, thanks for tuning in. We yeah. gotta maybe bring him on sometime, man. If he's yeah. a little shredder, we need to have an episode that's like all little rippers and little shredders. You know, like the de- little, little Deegans, You know, kids like that. Like just you know. Badass little kids making a name for That'd themselves. Like that a... would be pretty fun. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have. Yeah, all of them are in school, so we'd have to pre-tape all the <laughs> yeah, interviews. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> Dang uh, it! Well, you know, there is summer, so yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah that's summer. right. Maybe that's, that's a cool. summer break episode. But I think that'd be pretty rad. Just to <laughs> that's funny. like, I love going to these events. Yeah, I mean, we've already had we've already had a couple really you know big name kids on the show already. So far, and like you know, they speak well. They're great. That little girl that we had Mia on, Chapman, that, right? You know, kind of blew us away. Yeah, blew mm-hmm. us away with her, you know, you know uh, her vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're uh, that'd be. I think that'd be cool. It's happening. Already, hard to make. Already well, made it happen. Yeah, we need to make that happen for sure. Yeah, shoot, I forgot. <laughs> like we've had Haley Deegan and Brian Deegan on, but. Man, we're just tipping the iceberg not there. Like, no, we haven't had Danger Boy. Shoot, I think Renner's got some little rippers at his place too. Like, I'm seeing some of the stuff Renner's posting. I'm like, man, um, I don't know. There's like, I don't know. All these action sports guys that we grew up with got kids now, and the kids are just shredding, Amy. <laughs> I know, and the, the worst thing about it is the majority of them, especially in Canada. Like, I grew up with a lot of the. Uh, you know, the dads who are who are having kids now, and now their kids come to my motocross schools, and now the kids are beating me, and it's not fun <laughs> anymore, Jim. No. I hate it. Well, it was what I was talking with uh, my, my boy Randy Romo, um, and Randy, his daughter Sierra, she's 16. She's a shredder. You can't call her a little shredder anymore. She whooped me, but she's done Terracross. No. She races in the desert. She's like queen UTV. Like she just, she shreds, right? She's really oh, yeah. good friends no, with I Shelby watch Anderson. I watch her social media. Yeah. She kicks butt. Yeah, she's been on the show before. Um, I think she's kind of like uh, Shelby Anderson's prodigy, and uh, like, they're really close. But anyways, uh, I was talking to her dad, Randy, who, you know, he's he's in his 40s and he's, and he's still racing and he's racing a high level. And he's like, why aren't you out here? And I like watch these works and it's different than desert. Like it's 40 minute motos and you just it's a hundred. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred and ten percent for like 40 minutes. But I was watching yep. these kids like literally like 17, 18 <laughs> years old and how fast and the pace they were going. And I, I looked at Randy and I said, dude, like 
I don't know that I can run this pace like with these kids. And he's like, dude, you're telling me. And he's like, I said, I can run it for a little bit, but for 40 minutes. And Randy looks at me and he's like, he's like, you're preaching to the choir here, buddy. But like, like seriously, these kids are so fast at such a young age. And it's like, like, he's like, I got an extra car if you want to come and race an event with us. And I'm like, I might do that, but like no expectations because like, I don't know that I can run that pass that pace for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's so cool to see these kids at a young age, um, you know, getting into works. It's really it's really blown up. When I was younger and I was racing, we didn't the works wasn't around. Um, but you know, we have like little off road, you know, trail racing and whatnot, but not a big, you know, very established series like works. And the best thing that I ever did and my dad ever did was he, you know, we'd load up the van on spring break when I had time off school or. Um, you know, I would kind of skip a little bit of school <laughs> here and there, but my dad would take me all over the U.S. in different styles of tracks, and, you know, we would do some hill climbing and some, uh, you know, trail riding, and we did all these different kinds of riding that like, helped develop me into a very, like, I'm a very technical rider. I may not be able to go out there and send every jump, but it's because I was actually trained, you know, as a technical rider, and remember last year I told you that you know, we went and did a did a couple off-road racing or, I guess, I don't know, trail ride. Yeah, trail like racing. GNCC, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I did so well in the bush section. We actually did – we would do a lap on the off-road and a lap on the moto track. It was super cool. But, you know, all these things that I've learned when I was younger, um, you know, with my dad going all these different types of tracks and different types of motocross riding – um, helped me so much when I kicked butt. Like, I slayed it. So I think it's really cool that you get, you know, a lot of people who are not just like, oh, I want to go, you know, do moto and just go hit a 75-foot triple. I love that people, like, understand how cool and hard and technical, you know, works racing is. And, you know, you if you're a good works racer, like, you could smoke people on a motocross track if you kind of have the cross training. Like, it takes a completely different type of person to be able to go, like, jump logs and, you know, be, you'll go around tiny little off camber berms up a hill. Um, it's just, it's really, really technical. And I like shout out to all the people who do good at it because, you know, it's, it's challenging. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I was watching that track. Challenging and it was just is like, an understatement, it's, man. Well, and to run that pace, well, you just get into enduro, like you see the stuff just like, you know, and works isn't necessarily enduro, but you get into some of that stuff and you look at like the hard enduros they do in Europe and stuff like that. And it's just like, my mind's blown. Like when you uh, like Red Bull signature series, I think puts a, puts a few yeah. of them on there. And it's like, I watch the, those and I'm just like, wow, like it's just survival but the difference between enduro and works. The difference between enduro and works, which makes it so uh, it, like, which actually makes it badass is there's definitely parts of, you know, where you got you got to put it on reserve, you know, you got to cruise, you got a long open straightaway where you can put it on cruise control, um, you know, for enduro. And you need to learn things like that to be able to be a successful enduro rider. You can't just go, you know, balls to the wall uh, and be successful at it. You know, you're going to have to conserve. Works, on the other hand, is the opposite story. You literally go balls to the wall for 45 minutes <laughs> or however long those races are. Like, it's all on. You know, you, there's parts where you go really slow, but you are actually at a very, like, you're at your competing pace the whole time. That's why I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to have to pull over here and take a nap and a break because I'm tired. <laughs> they need to cut it, like, 20 minutes, right? 20-minute motos or, or instead know, of 40. I, did I think it's actually 45 is what it is, I think. Minutes. But Yeah. 
It's yeah, crazy. crazy yeah, no, it was it was awesome. I haven't been to a works around in quite a while, so and they all change up. Some of them are more stadiumish, you know. They and then other ones mm-hmm. are like more, you know, more like this one was kind of a cross between a motocross track and <sighs> desert. And so I don't know. It was fun to go so up cool. there. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty rad. Shout out to all the winners. Um, it was uh, you know, it seems like UTVs are getting so big there. It's crazy. You know, there's a lot of factory teams and things like that. But uh, good times, good times. Uh, um, yeah, it, you know, I got to give a shout out to NHRA. So uh, before we go to break, obviously you guys know we had uh, Antron Brown, Steve Torrance, my good friends from NHRA Top Fuel. They joined me in the Razor Star Car. Uh, some of you guys have seen that uh, clip the NHRA put on uh, on their social media. It was a about seven minute interview with Steve and Antron um, here at the Gator Nationals. Uh, they actually aired a 30-second clip on TV uh, on Fox Sports 1 during the NHRA broadcast of Razor Star Car. So I just got to give a shout-out to my friends at the NHRA and everybody at Don Schumacher Racing, Antron Brown, Steve Torrance, Natalie Janke, his uh, kind of manager that uh, helped put all that together because getting some mainstream love for UTV and desert racing in an NHRA broadcast, it wasn't an easy feat. So uh, big thank you to NHRA and uh, Mad Media for supplying the film and everybody that made that happen hopefully you guys caught it i don't know if i'll be able to get the clip and uh, throw it on social media or not but uh, it was pretty pretty rad piece in hra put together and uh big uh, big shout out to them but uh, we're gonna take a short break we come back we got some supercross to talk about we've got some short course to talk about like all these rumors swirling about what's happening in the midwest and torque and lucas and cranon and bark river and we are going to uh dive into it just a bit here uh coming up after the break on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, 
Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Another Tuesday or Wednesday if you're listening in national syndication. Thanks to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live as well. If you've got any questions for, for Bari, for Street Bike Tommy, for Riley Herbst, Joe Duncan, Amy, myself, whatever, shoot them over on, uh, on the chat there or on Twitter at JimBeaver15 at AmyHood71, and uh, we will try and get them cycled into the show. So we got to talk Supercross, but before we do, we got to talk about short course, and I know we dissected – the past, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, the big announcement about Cranon, about uh, ERX, Cranon, Bark River, all splitting from the Torque Series, basically, you know, kicking Torque out. They were going to run their own, uh, like, six-race or five-race miniseries um, or something like that. I, um, I can't remember the total number of rounds. Um, anyways, then there was not a lot of information, right? I was at the Mint. I talked to people from Cranon. I've talked to people from Bark River. Uh, I've talked to some people around ERX Motor Park. Um, I've talked to some racers. I've, and and I, from what I understand, there's some very, very big news coming in the next week. Uh, we will completely cover it on the show. We will have somebody in the know on the show when it does happen. But I know it's swirling around social media. Everybody's wondering what the heck is going on. I've got a, an, a, an inkling of what's going on. Um, kind of been sworn to secrecy on it. But it is big. It is coming. They can't talk about it. That's why you're not hearing anything. But I would say probably by week's end, you're going to see a press release. If not, the first of next week. And we will have full coverage of it next week. But there is some big, big, Big news coming in regards to short course in the Midwest and in the West, if that uh, gives you any inkling. Um, I think we're finally going to get what everybody's wanted to see for a very, very long time. Uh, but I think we just uh, we've got to uh, just got to wait. Good things come to those who wait and you're not going to have to wait very long. So um, that's the most I can say. I don't know everything. And this is just a little bit here, a little bit there. And I've kind of pieced things together. But from what I know, within the next seven to ten days, probably sooner, we're going to have some massive announcements um, in regards to uh, in regards to short course uh, here in the United States. So looking forward to being able to actually talk about it and talk about it with somebody who knows what they're talking about, because obviously I don't. But uh, that's all coming and coming very, very soon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got to talk uh, a little bit of Supercross now. I wish I could talk more on short course, but there's just nothing to talk about yet. Uh, probably next week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> 
Did you... say, there's lots of other motorsports going on in the world right now. Yeah. So, so hey, uh, <laughs> we would have been talking about Glen Helen, but they canceled that race last weekend. So there you go, man. We're, we're stuck with talking about Supercross, and the good news is it was an entertaining Supercross race. Did you Were you able to watch this, Amy? I watched a little bit. I watched highlights. But Did you watch the 250s? With, uh, you know, yeah, I could watch the 250s the, for the, sure. The and, yard sale? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Like Poor guy. Again, it just, I know. It just shows the inconsistency. Well, it's not necessarily inconsistency of the 250 class, but but there's always a little bit of action going down. But, you know, the 450 class is really good as well, and – um, you know, we, we talk about it like a point shakeup, and you know, Justin Brayton is still sitting in a solid third place. But I have to give a shout out to my homie Jeremy Martin finishing second again. You know, he it's kind of been an interesting year for him. It's up and down and up and down. Uh, whenever he's up, he's you know right there on the podium. Can't quite yet put it together for you know that that win, but. Um, you know, it's always good to see your friends and stuff like, you know, do good and start figuring it out towards the end of the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, my man, uh, I mean, our man, because we both put all of our, you know, all of our money in one honeypot, but Jason Anderson still sitting in the solid uh, first place. And I think that championship is his, man. I oh, do. Like he, it's still early, though. Points lead. It's still no, it's not. No, it's not. No. Calling it now. No, we. It's like a month left. We got like five rounds left. It's still early. Wait, I don't know. Dungey snuck the championship out last year, and everybody thought it was Tomax. Uh, so I'm just. Oh, you know what? That is very true. Huh? Don't don't, don't say anything. Don't no, put I, negative vibes out into I'm the universe. Not. I'm being real here. Come on. I'm being real here. Uh, <laughs> this is real talk, Amy Hood. Uh, no, oh, I, I am all about El Hombre taking this thing. Like, I am all about Jason Anderson. I, I want that dude to take it so bad. But I'm just – I'm trying to wear – like, I don't want to get my expectations up and have my have them crushed because uh, we've seen that happen in Supercross too much and too often. Um, so, yeah. He's, he's riding like a veteran, though. I mean, he is a veteran, but the dude is – he's solid. Like, he is rock solid up there. He's he's pulling a dungy. Like, he's just the locomotive, like you call it. You call him the locomotive, just chugs around and collects his points, collects his points, collects his points. Anderson is doing it this year. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, like – I'm very, very um, impressed with his consistency. And, like, that's what it really is. Like, it's a, it's a battle – to the finish on consistency and who can stay, you know, uninjured, who doesn't make these big mistakes like Eli Tomac has made. You know, he's he's doing good. Eli's right there, but you know, he he's it's either he's at the front of the pack or you know he's at the back and you know makes a big mistake, doesn't get any points, and it completely screws up his championship chase. So you know, we got people like Marvin Muskan, Justin Brayton, of course, as well, and then obviously. Um, you know, obviously Alhambra putting in a very, very consistent year, and it shows because you know their their points. Like we were breaking it down last weekend. You know, we were we were looking at the points, and and um, you know they're 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 consistently finishing inside the top, you know, four or five every weekend. Which, like, that's what you need to do in that 450 class. Like, it's an endurance race, man. It's you know you don't got the west and the east. You you do both. So you know a lot of people are crashing out. A lot of people are getting injured. And uh, it's like survival of the fittest and strongest and smartest and, you know, people who play 
you know, race for a championship, not just for an overnight win. <laughs> yeah. So we got to talk 250s real quick. You, you're the one that always wants to talk 250s, and here I am, like, chomping at the bit to, to talk 250s. So Austin Forkner, this kid, like, I'm watching this, and uh, him and Zacho, like, Zacho's riding like the veteran, and, like, here comes Forkner, like, he's quadding place where other guys are tripling, like, on the first lap, tr- making these crazy moves to get up towards the front. And uh, he finally gets there, and then, like, Zacho, like, he let him go by, and Osborne's still running a good pace. He just applied the pressure, and then, like, Forkner just yard-sailed it when he, like, in a stupid, stupid spot. Like, you, do you think it's just the inexperience of Forkner and Zach Osborne just there and just let the race come to him? I mean, what, what do you make of this? I mean, is it Forkner? I mean, the kid's fast. He's lightning quick. You know, but I mean, what, what do you? What's your makeaway? Because he took some chances. Like I'm all about taking the risk and racing, oh, yeah. but not in like the first two, three laps, right? Um, I mean, everybody wants to get out in the lead and and then you know kind of lead the pace because then you're not playing, you're not playing cat and mouse. And when you are the cat, you know, chasing the mouse, it you burn out. You know, you're you know trying to make all these moves really early in the game, and it's 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 easy to get overtired and over push it. So it is. People do want to make that, you know, early early race jump on, you know, taking that lead away. But and I'm really surprised because even as young as Austin Forkner is, um, he's a very smart rider and he's he shows, you know, tons of maturity in his riding and how smart he is and his his decisions that he makes on the track. I'm really really surprised that you know he you know cartwheel yard lawn darted himself. Um, but that you know it just shows he is taking a risk. It did hurt him in points. I man, like I don't, I don't know. Like I think it was, I think okay, it was a dumb mistake, obviously, but I don't think it was um, an immature move, if you will, because I mean, he he knows that he he knows that he's a leader, and he knows that he is there to win, and it's kind of showed that he's willing to take that risk. I think he just has to learn, you know, uh, how to overcome those uh, you know bad mistakes a little bit better. But I, I think that it shows a lot of confidence in himself. And, you know, he, he'll be back up and he'll, he'll figure it all out. I'm excited to see uh, what he does for outdoors. I know we always kind of talk like that. But, um, you know, just his aggression level. And, like, he is super technical if you watch him. It's just I love watching him. And he's so young and so, like, mature. Like, it's, he's going to kill it when he gets to outdoors. I feel like he is definitely the new Ryan Villapoto in the making. You know, he's. When Ryan came out, you know, in his professional career, he was young as well. Same with Dungey, too. And they were young, playing it. You know, keep, he's definitely a Villapoto because he keeps quiet to himself. He says only what needs to be said. He's there to win and then get out of the game. Like, I just, it's, I love watching his career. And he kind of came out of the radar, too, you know. He did a couple of years an amateur, killed it. He, and then boom! It was like, like last year. Was it last year? Or the year before? Everybody's like, "Who the heck is Austin Forkner?" I think at one point they didn't even have a picture of him for TV. Like it was like one of those. Really? I yeah, didn't know that. No, it was like the I first, the that. first, like it was literally like Forkner. Oh, he's the kid that isn't even going to make it to the main event. So we, you know, it was like I, I, it was like they almost. I can't remember. It was like for one round, the very first one, like came out of nowhere, and everybody's like, "Who is this kid?" It was like the shadow head there on TV or something, you know. Or they went and pulled Aww, like a, go- a Google image. This was like a couple of years ago, but it was like wow, like uh, <laughs> he literally came out of nowhere. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah, but no, I mean, I just I think it was a dumb. It was yeah, it was a dumb move. He 
should have capitalized on, you know, his position early on. I don't think he should have waited, though. Like, again, it just, it just shows the fact that he wanted to lead the pack, and he was, you know, putting the moves on Osborne, and it, and it kind of failed miserably. But he, he tried. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so, good I, news I like is. Seeing, I like seeing carnage, and I like seeing people take chances. I don't want to see no boring Supercross race. That's yeah. why we like Moto. It's not boring. It's not <laughs> NASCAR. Well, uh, that was like Fortner was riding like Bubba yes. Stewart. Let's put it that way. He was like he was you know, channeling his in, inner James Bubba Stewart or something like that. Like he was riding like Stewart, um, like just shredding. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of. He was going big. I, mean, I miss that man. Yeah. I miss. I miss Bubba. Yeah. I miss the aggressive, crazy Bubba that we used to see all the time. He was so. cool. All right. Well, we got to take a short break. We come back. Street bike Tommy. He is on the line. We got a lot to talk about with Tommy here after the break. So uh, stay tuned to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, Look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race ready 305 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. It's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. 
Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to your favorite action motorsports radio show, the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Joined on the line by my boy, Street Bike Tommy. How's everything going, Tommy? What, 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 what? Oh, man. So, dude, last uh, we got a lot to talk about. You know, it's been a while since so we caught up on air, off air, anything. So, uh, like, <laughs> what yeah, have you, you been up to other than you got this, like, insanely large barbecue rig now that you picked up in Utah? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the guy actually uh, apprenticed under um, Bam Bam's Barbecue in Orem, Utah. Uh, he, uh, I met him through Traeger grills and I had his barbecue and I looked at him like he was a wizard, you know, like he had that food that just like makes you relax your entire body, you know? Um, so I was like, how'd you do that? And he, uh, eventually over some time we became friends and he invited me out to the restaurant. And, uh, I apprenticed last year at his uh, restaurant for, uh, about two months. And I was sweeping floors, washing dishes, cooking, doing the line, uh, cutting meat, um, using the register, all that stuff. Because uh, my plan now is to actually open a restaurant. So, so I'm just like, so you can like, you're full on like, you see those movies like with these fancy like, you know, French restaurants and like, you know, you gotta like, you gotta work your way up to be like the fancy <laughs> chef. Well, like, so it's the same thing in the barbecue world, right? I mean, like, so you like, you full yeah. on if you're sweeping floors, you got to work your way up. They didn't, they don't care that you're street bike Tommy with half a million social media followers. They're like, dude, hey. you're starting at the bottom. Straight up, man. I mean, that's exactly the way it was too. And uh, it was kind of it was kind of humbling, you know. Yeah. You're in there, and you are sweeping floors, and, and everybody in there is kind of looking at you like you're the noob, you know, because <laughs> I didn't know how to cook that good, you know. And uh, learned a bunch of trade secrets, and uh, I mean, I you know I can't thank Cam enough. Cam's the guy that owns the place. He uh, he's one of my better friends now, man. It, it, it was a really really life changing experience. Yeah, well, I can only imagine. So, so you, I mean, you've been barbecuing forever. And I mean, you talk to Trav, talk to Hubert, Jolene, like anybody will tell you, like Tommy knows what he's doing. But like going into an environment like this, like you think you're a badass, right? And then you go and you're around like the real badasses <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I don't know anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with driving cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, you think you're fast, and then, you know, you, you have an actual pro driver drive your on for a lap, and it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I was really good. Um, I had some really good uh, – I'm really good with the proteins. The meats are on point, and uh, after spending some time in, a, you know, my buddy's restaurant, it, it was just – it's going to that next level and uh, really polished my product. Yeah. Well, I just like you've become my favorite person to follow on Instagram, and it used to be because you always posted like this rad stuff from Pastrana Lamb, and now it's just what what is Tom eating for dinner tonight? Like, and I'm one of those like I hate I hate food pictures on Instagram and Twitter. Like, I hate that. I don't want to know what you're eating for dinner. But your pictures, dude, it's like art. Like, yeah, I, I can appreciate I, I your pictures. Together, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, I try to do. Uh... 
something out of the box. I, you know, people, you know, I'm actually kind of uh, pigeon-held, too, because my diet is just meat. I don't mess with fruits and vegetables. Anybody that knows me will tell you that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm meat cheese, man. That, that, that's my life. Throwing and, some bread, uh, too, I, I bet. Try, I try to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to cut the bread out nowadays, but, you know, it's uh, we're getting there. I'm I'm kind of trying to slim down a little bit too. That's that's uh, currently going down as well. Yeah, man, that's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's got to be a fun thing. So, what are you doing with this rig? We got to talk about some rally cars up there in Wisconsin here in a minute. But uh, so this rig, what? So what's the game plan? I know you talked about opening a restaurant. So it's like you've got this. I I thought when you said food truck, I was thinking one of these things like you know they sell hot dogs out of in New York City. You know, like yeah. I, I was like, no, this is like a this is it's like a food freaking mobile house. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, what are you gonna do well, with this thing too? That's why I wanted to get this truck and trailer because my buddy, he really wasn't using it for anything like any big events. And I feel like that's the only thing that surrounds my life is like Nitro Circus Tour. Uh, I'm trying to jump on the U.S. tour and follow it around and cook for our fans and stuff. There's still a lot of logistics and stuff I got to work out to, to see if I'm able to do it. But that's that's kind of my plan. And then, like you said, I'd like to do some rallies. I'd like to get out to... Uh, a couple of events and uh hey if i can't if i can't smoke the competition in a car i'm gonna smoke them one way or another dude i'm t- i'm telling you you want to bring that truck out like we got we got some rad people coming up for uh for star car like like dude i will hire you you tell me how much and we'll park your rig in the pits hey, and dude you dude you are hired for the weekend you just be like you just be you cook whatever the hell you want and we're gonna <laughs> eat it man like i will hire you for for any desert race you want to come to dude done deal we'll, we'll talk about it yeah like seriously dude i because that would be rad if you want to make like the tour of the southwest I, or something we'll make that happen yeah no I, I would absolutely love to do that and and that's why i bought the truck and trailer that i did is, is to do those long haul journeys i mean it it really is no sweat driving that thing across country yeah yeah the things dude it's it's a legit rig for sure um so yeah, i had a couple of hiccups though <laughs> well i i saw that we, i don't know if we need to get into those but it was an yeah. adventure getting back to the east coast right <laughs> boy was it and i tell you what there is no shortage of good samaritans out there <laughs> is that one of those two like yeah, people a lot of help. yeah well is that one of those like you have problems most people are like ah look at that guy but is it one of those like um, you know, then people recognize you and go, Oh man, I'm helping street bike Tommy. Like, this is a good day. Like, I mean, do you get some of that? You know, I was kind of really hoping for that, but the two people that helped me out didn't know nothing. Like they, they were, they were, uh, they were into like, I guess the, our genre whatsoever. Had no clue what, you know, who I was or what I did for a living. They kept they like, so you're in the barbecue, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Barbecue. <laughs> that's funny we after after we broke uh the race car in gabs nevada a little mining town in the middle of nowhere nevada it's like 30 miles down a one-way road to get there um there's a there's a bar in there and trav goes we got to go to the bar because it was like three hours before our rig got our rig got there to pick up the race car right all right so when i say bar dude it's a single wide trailer um that they have a bar that's my favorite it's single wide trailer yeah and we go in there and uh the boss or, or the bar owner is in there he's an older guy he's probably he's probably mid 60s close to 70 not too old um but anyways yeah. like we're in there and there's like two other people one kid was like 19 he recognized who trav was um and he the kid was just like full-on fanboying 
Anyways, we're there drinking nice. for an hour, two hours or whatever. And finally, the bar owner walks up. And he looks at Travis. He goes, I don't know who you are, but my daughter seems to think you're famous. So can I get a picture with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And Trav That's just, dude, and Trav was laughing, you know. He's like, absolutely, man. You know how he is. He's, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know. Ask him about Baja, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a story. When we, were, when we were running Baja, he uh, he, he broke his uh, class one down yeah. and uh, ended up having some help from some locals that recognized him down there. Middle of nowhere, Baja. That's rad. That's what's great about Baja. People just like to help. Like, you know, you hear about booby traps yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you get some of that down there, but by and large, like the people of Mexico, they just, they love that. They'll help anybody, oh, yeah. you know. It's like I've had people come up and they've, you know, I ended up having an alternator go bad and I had a dead battery in the race truck. And I had somebody come up, literally pulled their battery out of their car, gave it to me in the race truck. I gave them like 50 <laughs> bucks. I have no idea how the hell they got their car back home, but they took my money and they're like, yeah. just go, go, go. And I'm like, dude, you're stranded. They Like they weren't worried about it. It was just like, no, go. That's awesome. You know, I was like, you know, I was that's throwing. awesome. Uh, you know, it was, was, that's just the people of Baja, man. It's great. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I love that about the, the, the motorsports in general. You know, I've noticed that no matter what, man, people are just super helping hand. They always extend you the, the greatest uh, welcome. I mean, we, we've stayed in, in people's houses on the road and stuff, you know. I mean, God, the, the stories I can tell you that, that we used to get into before Nitro started, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we used to have some really damn good times on the road. Yeah. Oh, it's I can imagine. Like, just be, yeah, I, just the stories I've got, you know, it's, you know, some of them you don't want to tell here, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of them might be for a podcast. This is actually on terrestrial radio. Yeah. So some of the words and okay. things, yeah, we, okay. we, we, we got to have a little bit of a filter on this show, right? Turn it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you were up in Wisconsin. Our boys at Subaru, Travis, uh, they had the winter driving oh. experience tied in with Dirtfish. We got to ask you, we, we're about ready to go through this whole segment, not even actually talk about what I needed to get you on air to talk about, but that's par for the course. Man. But, dude, how was Rally Car Tommy? Yeah. This was like round number two. You're undefeated rally driver, you know? How, how was, uh, how was it, this event? It, I'm telling you, it was man like so i went into it not knowing what i was getting into and really hoping that i got to drive a car you know what i mean like like because a lot of times that we'll get to a place and try to like talks it up and then we get there and like they're like no i mean travis can drive it but you guys no we're good you know because <laughs> they don't really trust the equipment you know but yeah. i tell you what man the Subaru winter experience with uh dirtfish was just the coolest event because you know what my driving instructor was a walkie-talkie in the cup holder. Like, <laughs> they weren't even in the car to, like, you know, limit you. They were just, like, they'd tell you what you were doing wrong, how to fix it, and they were very, very helpful as, as far as, like, improving my driving, but they weren't putting me on a leash like I was expecting. It was insane. They just got sat me in the car and said, go. It was awesome. Yeah. You feel like, I mean, because when you did, you did your rally, and I know, you know, it, it was in a B-spec car. I mean, it was a, it was kind of, you know, it was one of the limited class, not a lot of horsepower. What was it like being thrown into these cars now? Because you're like, man, this is a different world, right? This is, we got some yeah, horsepower here. I feel, I feel comfortable in, in the fast cars because, you know, when you put me in, in the little Honda Fit that I was running, 
for the rally. I just it, it was a handful because you have to keep the revs up and you have to stay on the gas. When you come into corners, you get you know what I mean. It's like yeah. it's a lot of work to keep to stay in the power because as soon as you shift, I mean, it just it dies off so big time. But uh, the, you know, we we get on the STIs and stuff. I mean, they're just so responsive and. You know, they hold the turns that you want them to hold. And, I mean, it, it's just night and day. I, I, I love getting in the rocket ships. Yeah, it's, I'd say I'd go up to Dirtfish. we got to get you up there the next time I go up there for a run. I know, like, we had Jolene up yeah. there and Amy and some others. But, yeah, we, we're going to have to bring you up there to, to Dirtfish next time I go, dude, because it's so much fun. Like, it's just a blast. I, I'm already planning on it. Uh, like, <laughs> I want to do that very soon. They, they extended me the invite when I was there. And uh, with uh, apparently with that school uh, I, and and my rally win, I would have enough points to run a higher class like a turbo or all wheel drive. Nice, dang! Check you out moving up the ladder, right? <laughs> what, 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 what? Uh, dude, that's that's <laughs> rad. You just moving on up. Oh. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Well, buddy, uh, man, we're running short on time. We got to get you on the podcast. That way, you and I can talk for like an hour, right? We don't have time constraints and stuff like yeah. that. We got to do another podcast around. It's been like a year since we've done that. That way, we can catch up. And uh, I'm all, I'm always down to riff. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about having you on, like a, giving you your own segment on this show. So we need to we need to get that dialed <laughs> in pretty quick. Like every couple of weeks, you just yes, call sir. in with Tommy's words of wisdom or something. We, we'll come up with a, a good yeah. name for it. And uh, we'll just give you your own okay, segment. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> My man, I'll be down for that in a heartbeat. All right, buddy. Well, we'll definitely that, – that's a for sure, man. We'll have to – I'll give you a shot later this afternoon or something like that. We'll catch up. All right, brother. Always great to talk to you, man. All right. You too, Tommy. Take it easy, brother. All right. You too. See ya. See ya. All right, that was Street Bike Tommy, uh, one of my one of my best friends in the industry. I love that guy. Been a while since we had him on air. He went up to uh, the Subaru Winter Driving Experience with Dirtfish in Wisconsin. Uh, that's coming back next February. You guys want more information on that? You want to go drive some rally cars on ice? Um, they will get you locked in up there. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll definitely give you more info, but that'll be next winter. Um, but uh, it sounds like he had a ton of fun. Everybody I talked to went up there said it was a blast. But uh, we're going to take a short break. We come back. We've got some snow cross results a Dirtfish Rally Report, and then hour number two coming at you here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. 
They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to uh, your favorite action motorsports radio show. Jim Beaver here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, we got some short, quick, uh, to-the-point snowcross results uh, brought to you by our good friends at Polaris. Uh, snowcross uh, wrapping up this season and uh, – you know, it's uh, kind of the same old, same old in pro open. We'll talk pro lights first. Uh, it was Daniel Benham taking uh, the overall series championship, followed by Jacob Yurk and Aki Falaja. Uh, but I do have to give a shout out to uh, my friends at uh, uh, Team LaValle. Had a rough year, especially with Kyle Pauline going down in pro open, but uh, Zach Mason rallying back for a top 10 in points. And then my boy Cole Katu. Um, good friend of mine, the, my friends at Katu Motorsports, love those people. It's like my family uh, as far as snowcross, terracross goes. Amazing people. Cole and uh, his second season in Pro Light taking a top 10 in points. Um, this kid, I keep saying, he's taking rally car victories. He's uh, taking dirt bike victories. He's been to Loretta's. He raced, he's still got a terracross championship. Um, he's got overall rally victories. He's got now, uh, you know, he, he's got snowcross wins. This kid is just a shredder. He is, you know, one of the futures of Power sports and motorsports in this country. Give them a couple of years, and uh, we're going to see big things coming out of Colca, too. Um, then looking at uh, Pro Open, what do you know? It was Tucker once again. Like We don't even need to talk about this anymore, but uh, Tucker Hibbert with yet another championship. But I have to give a shout-out to my boy Cody Cam, rallying back, taking second in the championship. This guy's been knocking on Tucker's door, and i got to think next year is going to be the year that Cody Cam dethrones Tucker Hibbert. Uh, bank on that one. I'm making the call right now. Next year is Cody Cam's year. He's bringing home the championship. Uh, Logan Christian finishing up top three in points. And 
And uh, we are going to take a short commercial break. We come back. we got a Dirtfish Rally Report coming at you on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A school shooting in Southern Maryland this morning. A student gunman opens fire, wounding two other students before he's pursued by a school resource officer who fires a shot at him. The sheriff of St. Mary's County says uh, he pursued the shooter, engaged the shooter, during which that engagement he fired a round at the shooter. Simultaneously, the shooter fired around as well. The sheriff says the school resource officer was not wounded, but... The one male student went to MedStar St. Mary's Hospital, is in stable condition. The female student was transported to shock trauma facility, is in critical condition. And I am told that at 10.41 a.m. this morning, the shooter was confirmed deceased, uh, Charles uh, Regional Medical Center in La Plata. The sheriff not commenting on any possible relationship between the shooter and the two students who were wounded. This is USA Radio News. Life needs to be enjoyed with family and friends, to laugh and to share. But tragically, addiction to alcohol and drugs can ruin that. So, if drugs and alcohol are a problem in your life or the life of someone you care about, then isn't it time to make a change? The Watershed Addiction Treatment Programs have been offering life-changing results since 1998. The Watershed has successfully treated and helped over 50,000 people get their lives back. So if you're ready to make your change and be free from addiction to alcohol and drugs, then it is time for you to make a change. The Watershed knows how to help you recover and promises to help you begin your change. Your new life can begin right now with just one simple text on your mobile phone. Text the word RECOVER to 474747. That's the word RECOVER to 474747. And a caring watershed treatment professional will help you make your change. Do it now. Just text the word RECOVER to 474747 or visit us at thewatershed.com. Investigators are working to determine whether a package bomb that went off at a FedEx facility in San Antonio, Texas overnight is connected to four explosions in Austin, Texas that have killed two people and injured four others over the past three weeks. Last night, a FedEx worker was treated for minor injuries after that blast. This morning, White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders said federal and local authorities are working very closely together to try to find who's responsible. And have offered full cooperation and support in order to help in these efforts to make sure we're doing whatever is necessary and whatever is possible in order to stop these from happening and in order to apprehend the people that are behind these heinous acts. Top cabinet members and some Republican lawmakers will attend a roundtable discussion at the White House today on the subject of sanctuary cities. The administration wants to use the meeting to put pressure on cities, counties, and states that don't cooperate with federal immigration officials. And this is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allyn Root. I'm a father of four, and I worry every day about this dangerous world. There are so many things that could go wrong. Economic collapse, stock market crash, terrorist attack, war with North Korea. There's a lot to worry about when it comes to protecting your income, assets, and your family's future. Thankfully, my good friends at Tangible Investments are your safe haven from the storm. Call now, and Tangible Investments will send you absolutely free a one-ounce American Silver Eagle along with your guide for investing in precious metals. To receive your free American Silver Eagle, call toll-free 800-780-9000. That's 800-780-9000. We will not rest until the end. 
And I will tell you, this scourge of drug addiction in America will stop. That's President Trump, who says the nation has to get tougher on drugs in the face of the opioid epidemic, which shows no signs of letting up. Yesterday, speaking in New Hampshire, he suggested he'd like to see the death penalty for some drug dealers. We can have all the blue ribbon committees we want, but if we don't get tough on the drug dealers, we're wasting our time. And that toughness includes the death penalty. First Lady Melania Trump will be meeting today with tech representatives to discuss cyberbullying. That meeting at the White House today will bring in leaders from Google, Amazon, Twitter, Facebook, and others as part of the First Lady's campaign to address issues affecting children. She has previously expressed concern over negative social media interactions and what children are exposed to online. Arizona authorities believe a self-driving vehicle might have been going 40 miles an hour when it struck and killed a woman in Tempe, Arizona on Sunday night. Police in the Phoenix suburbs say the 49-year-old female victim was walking a bicycle across traffic when she was struck by that self-driving Uber Volvo. Police say there was a human safety driver behind the wheel. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Kicking off uh, hour number two, slightly still hour number one for you online listeners, but in national syndication, this is full-blown hour number two. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, We've got Amy Hood. She's calling back in here shortly. She's at uh, Monster Jam World Finals this weekend. She's trying to uh, get uh, Barry Masauer uh, on the line, uh, her fellow zombie monster truck or monster jam driver. Um, so he's coming up hour number two, as well as Riley Herbst, ARCA driver, and uh, taking his uh, very first ever trophy truck overall victory of uh, this past weekend. So uh, looking forward to catching up with um, with Riley Herbst here in hour number two. Got questions at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter or uh, use the uh, um, 
use, uh, I guess, the Facebook Live uh, chat feature, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get those questions into the show. But uh, this is your Dirtfish Rally Report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com, and uh, use the coupon code JBDirtfish for 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School. Uh, so Rally America 100 Acre Wood, one of their most iconic rallies on um, on their on their tour, uh, was this past weekend. I've been to it uh, two, three times. Um, last time I went, uh, man, it was when Travis Pastrana and David Higgins had an epic battle for the victory, and Travis just narrowly edging him out. It was an amazing fight, literally fight between Subaru teammates a couple of years ago. Um, didn't go last year, this year, but uh, definitely this is one to mark on your calendar if you like stage rally. Um, but I got to give a shout out to my boy Peter Fatella taking the overall victory. He's got that brand new Fiesta um, M Sport build from Europe that he brought over the United States, and obviously it's working for him. Tim Rooney and Cameron Steely rounding out your top three. Cameron Steely moving up to super production, and uh, gotta give him a shout out. National podium, solid, solid effort by Cameron Steely, another good friend of mine. Um, Tim Rooney, obviously, with the super production win. Cameron Steely and Mark Williams finishing up one, two, and three there in SP. One of my favorite classes in rally. Um, just a little bit under the open class, but still all wheel drive cars. Uh, Two wheel drive results. It was Seamus Burke and Martin Brady um, in that 1977 Ford Escort MK2. And I got to tell you, this car, don't think Ford Escort. Think absolutely mind-blowingly fast rally car. Uh, Michael Hooper, Brad Morris uh, finishing one, two, and three. Not Bradley Morris. Different. It's a Brad Morris out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Chris Sladek. Uh, Kubo Kordish and uh, Doug Gierke, B-Spec winners. And um, open light, it was Nathan Usher with the win. And we're going to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Joe Duncan with Terracross coming up after this break. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. 
Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. They gained international success with their Grammy Award-winning song, Heaven, See Los Lonely Boys, with featured artist Lisa Morales. Live Saturday, March 24th on the Amphitheater stage at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. Gates open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 7 p.m. General admission now $29, $39 the day of the show, or VIP tickets only $59. Tickets on sale now. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount want the latest from jim beaver and amy hood follow at jim beaver 15 and at amy hood 71 on facebook instagram and twitter welcome back to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor this is our terracross starts with optimus segment brought to you by our good friends at optimus starter starting every polaris razor in the terracross championship as well as my fleet and uh, just about every other uh polaris razor that i know of but uh thank you optimus thank you terracross and welcome to the line joe duncan how's everything going buddy things are great jim beaver how about yourself Doing well. Finally falling back into the groove of things. Been kind of wild. Like Mint 400, there's all this big ramp up to the Mint 400, and then immediately it's like, all right, I get a breather. Oh, no, I don't. We're like three and a half weeks until the UTV World Championships. Like our two biggest events of the year are within one month of each other, and it just – it's like sometimes I go, man, I ought to just shoot myself, right? It's like crazy. It's like uh, I can't wait till the UTV World Championship is over. Then I can concentrate on – going and having some fun i'm gonna get to go to long beach grand prix i get to go to uh, indy gp the indy 500 terracross starts i think i might be going to uh to england for uh this new world rallycross uh uh american rallycross uh kickoff in uh silverstone so i don't know it's gonna be a busy couple of months like fun travel though joe not worrying about race programs right yeah that's pretty awesome that's pretty awesome i'll probably or hopefully be seeing you at the uh the Indy 500, we got some uh, things in the works, and uh, I'll actually be in Indy this weekend for the Supercross down there, and we have uh, some meetings Friday, Saturday, and uh, and Sunday down at Indy um, this weekend. Yeah, we got Terracross. I know one of our rounds of Terracross is there in Indianapolis. Uh, I love Indianapolis. It's, uh, it's, a, it's just a motorsports town. Uh, it's a great place. Lucas Oil Stadium and Lucas Oil right there, and uh, the four-wheel jamboree, I mean, that's like 30-plus years old at the at the fairgrounds right there in town. And I've never been to the fairgrounds. I've been to uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway a bunch of times. But uh, a few months back, I was over at the fairgrounds. And what a cool uh, uh, place. What a, what a bunch of uh, history there, if you will, and, and the location and the, the buildings and even the, the houses and everything coming into the – the fairgrounds um just a cool uh vibe there and i'm excited for uh for terracross there in september 
Yeah, and I've never been to the fairgrounds here. I've been to Indianapolis uh, a few times now, uh, but never been to the fairgrounds. It's something all new to me, and uh, uh, I can't wait. I just, you know, I think I, I started figuring it out. I'm going to be at Indy one, two, three, at least four weekends this year, maybe five weekends. It's crazy. It's like I need to just buy a condo in Indy. I don't know. <laughs> maybe between the two of yeah, us, we go halfers on a condo, done. Joe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, how much will be there nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Right, should yeah, be, uh, be good, really good, and that uh, that'll lead into some of our uh, announcements coming up in the next month here, um, with some things that are going on with uh, with Terracross and where we're heading, and and some really cool, uh, really cool uh, athletes that are are coming along with this. And speaking of athletes, I don't know if you've uh, been watching the Paralympics, but uh, our boy Mike Schultz. Uh, gold medal and a silver medal over in over in uh, Korea there, and uh, just a big shout out to him and and the whole Paralympics team and and uh, pretty awesome the, the amount of medals that that the U.S. was able to capture and and Mike Schultz and I have been talking for a couple of years now and uh, with all the training and all the other stuff he had going on he just couldn't get it get it uh, all all to fit together for him to come race Terracross and. Maybe this year is the year. So we're uh, he comes back. We're going to chit chat and see if we can't get him in a in a UTV and get him out doing some racing because that guy is fast no matter what he does. Yeah, I know for sure he's he's ridiculously fast, and uh, <laughs> I don't think he needs the adaptive class. I think you just throw him, you know, in the hero adaptive class. I think you just throw him in with uh, with Ronnie Anderson and the boys in open Luberg and the guys in open turbo, and he's probably gonna be just fine, right? Yeah, he'll probably- We'll probably be there right with them. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, um, no, it's I, I, you know, it's funny. I just talked with Street Bike Tommy, and uh, like I, I go to the Mint Four Hundred. Like everybody's talking to me about Terracross. You know, wanting to get involved, wanting to race. Like it's, uh, I feel like the buzz is building, especially this year. You know, all the dates are locked in. You can tell everybody, hey, we know where we're racing. Here's the TV package. Like it's, it's done. Signed, sealed, delivered. You know, show up and race. <laughs> so um, I'm really excited yeah, about this year. Yeah, that's a cool thing, and uh, we were, I was just on the phone with Tommy uh, two weeks ago, I think, and we were chatting about some different things, and, you know, one of our events in PA there, Bloomsburg, that's uh, like two hours from his house like or something like that. Wessel's so, backyard, I think. Yeah, yeah, and that goofball, he's uh, he's building Terracross tracks in his backyard, and uh, him and uh, Ash Weisshoff and – there's three or four others that are uh, that are already doing some some pre-training out there for uh, for their terracross racing this year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and Wessel sends me pictures and videos and stuff like that. I get texts and I'm like, really, guys? Like, they're just insane. But you know how those guys are. You get a mind like Wessel's, who you know he's a builder, he's a designer. And uh, he he just can't settle for a good track, you know. It's got to be something insane nobody's ever seen before, you know. And that's just how <laughs> Wessel's mind works, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Kind of kind of scary sometimes. <laughs> yeah. What, what what scares me is if you you know if you gave him a week and you had a bunch of uh, uh, metal and steel and welders there, what he would create for a terracross track because it wouldn't just be necessarily dirt. He'd have some crazy you know steel contraption and stuff we'd be jumping in and over and through and grinding down i'm sure and everything else you know 
Well, that's what he, that's what he's working on right now. Uh, we've got a couple of couple of items that uh, will come into play probably probably for the September event this year, and then uh, be put into all events for uh, 2019. So we've got some things we're gonna we're gonna bring to the table in uh, in uh, late Terracross season here that'll be pretty cool that'll really add to our uh, our obstacle sections at Old Terracross. Nice. That'll be uh, that'll be awesome. I can't even wait to see uh, what's up everybody's sleeve. So, uh, yeah. So, when are we going to start having some of these driver announcements and stuff? I know some of them. I've you know confidentially know when are we going to start rolling out some of these big announcements because I was thinking, Joe. I mean, we're we're only a little bit about just a little over two months away from uh, the kickoff. Yeah, next Tuesday, I think we're going to have a sponsor and driver announcement. We're trying to pull it off for this uh, this week and. Uh, uh, we couldn't have it done. They didn't work out with their schedules. But uh, next week, we're going to kick off with a sponsor and uh, a driver um, next uh, next Tuesday on the show. We might even need to pull a, pull two for uh, next week if uh, the deal this weekend comes together. Nice. Looking forward to that. I know, uh, yeah, Snowcross is officially wrapped up for the year, right? So, uh, you know, even though there's snow on the ground in places, like it's time to move on to uh, to some spring and summer sports. That means Terracross, right? It's that time. It's that time. Yeah, those guys will be wrapping up now and uh, putting away the sleds. They're selling them, and and it's four four wheel uh, four wheel frenzy, if you will. So hopefully, uh, hopefully those guys get out of the winter mode and right right into the summer mode. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, it's just that, man. I think everybody I've already seen, I don't know how many semi-tractor trailers for sale and sleds already being advertised, like X-ray sleds. I'm like, man, we're like, you know, these guys are jumping the gun, like wanting to hit the market before anybody else. Uh <laughs> I need to stay off of. I need to stay off Facebook, though. I see all this stuff pop up, and uh, you know, I'm not going to have any money to do anything else if I start buying all this stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't want to be doing that now. It's our schedules. It's going to get pretty busy. Yeah, for sure. All right, Joe. Well, I appreciate the time, buddy. Uh, thanks for calling in. We'll do it again next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Jimmy. All right. Thanks, Joe. And that was uh, Joe Duncan with our Optimus Terracross segment uh, brought to you by our good friends at Optimus Starters, starting every Polaris Razor in the Terracross Championship. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We got uh, Amy Hood. She is back, but uh, we've also got uh, Bari Masauer uh, calling in to the show as well. All that coming at you here in hour number two of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. If you are age 85 or younger, Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Locked and loaded here in hour number two of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, Jim Beaver, Amy Hood. Joined here with Bari Masauer, a Monster Jam driver in the zombie monster truck. I guess the, I don't know, are you the OG zombie driver, Bari? Or, uh, you know, I don't know. You how, how far along the chain are you down the, uh, I guess, the zombie food <laughs> chain here? <laughs> Oh, he's just calling in right now. Sorry, man. I thought he was on with you. All right, welcome to the show, Bari Masauer. How's everything going, Bari? (laughs) Pretty good, guys. Thanks for the call. I'm just out here at the stadium, actually, right now in Las Vegas. Oh, you were uh, you're at the stadium, so you're getting uh, you're, you're you're figuring out all the lines. See, Amy, she's doing radio with me. I guess I'm I'm hurting her racecraft. I think she's uh, she's standing (laughs) here on radio, and you're out there doing your homework, man. Well, actually, we have a cool deal going on at the pit party for the Las Vegas show every year. This is the third year we've done it where we have an RC Monster Jam World Finals in the pit party. So it's like a scaled-down version of the real deal right in the pit party with radio-controlled RC Monster trucks. So that's what I'm heading up this year. It's kind of like my little baby that I've done for the past three years. So I got a full staff out here. We got a track to put together and it's going to look like a scaled-down version of the Fanboy Stadium when we get done. Dude, that's rad. So you you guys are literally going to replicate what the big trucks are, are driving on the smaller scale? Absolutely. And it's a special thing for me because that's how I got discovered to be a Monster Jam driver in the first place. I got discovered racing radio control trucks, believe it or not. 
Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I love about Monster Jam. And, uh, you know, and obviously, uh, you know, I race other other forms of motorsports. But like with Amy and what she's kind of educated me on, like, I mean, Monster Jam, if you've got a good personality, I think you, you'll be a good fit. Like, it doesn't matter if it's from, you know, anywhere. They, they'll pull you into Monster Jam and train you, you know, how to drive a monster truck, regardless yeah. of what your background is. And I think that's what makes Monster Jam so awesome. You get all these people from all these different backgrounds coming in, um, you know, converging, and it makes for such an, an interesting series because you've got all these personalities from different walks of life. Without a doubt, because, you know, that's how we reach our fans, because our fans are from every walk of life you can imagine. I mean, we have fans from little babies all the way up to the grandparents that come and watch these shows. So it's definitely uh, a way to inspire everybody from every culture, you know, women and men alike. So it's, uh, it's a dream come true for me. Yeah. And it's really cool because, you know, Bari, uh, Bari before you call, uh, called in, Jim was wondering if you are the OG zombie driver, but I guess we can say you're the second generation because Sean Duhon is actually the original zombie driver, and he used to show up, you know, full zombie. You know, he had had the makeup. He wore contacts. Um, you know, it was really cool. I still have a lot of people ask me why I don't have no fake blood on at the pit party. Right. But, um, <laughs> um, but I also have so many people wonder why and wonder where Bari is. Um, it's really cool having somebody and, like, you know, two really legendary great drivers to follow in their footsteps, um, you know, not discrediting the independence, but, you know, Barry, you've been around for so long. It's really cool now that I'm going to all these different cities that you've performed in and people are telling me the stories of, you know, watching you drive, and like, oh, Barry won here last year. Oh, he did this and this. And it's, it's actually really cool to be able to share those stories with the fans you know, from other zombie drivers. And I, that's kind of been one of my most favorite things in pit parties, having people come up and tell me and share stories about your driving bar. So hopefully a couple times you'll get that too now. Oh, I've gotten it. I've gotten it. Trust oh, me. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've left your mark. The fans remember you because I did a lot of cities that you were in last year. I did those cities <laughs> this year. So I definitely got that's that cool. too. Yeah. So how is that for you guys? Like this has got to be like family reunion when you guys come to world finals. Cause you guys are traveling all over the globe, like, you know, different tours and things like that. And you never actually get to, you know, I guess compete against each other, see each other. I mean, like I, I got to feel like, you know, you know, you've got like, you know, obviously the zombie trucks and the grave digger trucks and things like that. Like it's got to be like this own unique, like little family of zombie drivers. Right. I mean, cause there's a few of you that got to carry the torch. Right. So, I mean, I got to feel like there's like a brother sister type of thing going on here, you know, even though you don't get to see each other very often. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we came in town a little early, earlier than some of the other drivers. And, you know, it's just a time that we could just hang out and, you know, just talk about how our season went and, you know, bounce some ideas off each other. And, you know, like you said, carry the torch for the team. We had some additions to our team this year. Uh, they mm -hmm. expanded. We had five zombie trucks on tour this year. So uh, it's definitely a popular truck, and hopefully it'll keep growing. I know. It's, it's funny. You talk about popularity, and, like, I go into uh... – Every time I go into a, a Target or a Walmart or whatever it is, I always go to the you know to the aisle with the with the toy trucks and stuff like that. And you know because Amy's basically my sister and my daughter like Amy, Amy. So we got to go in and anytime there's a zombie truck, we buy it off the shelf, right? The problem is, you guys do such a good job of promoting zombie, like they're never in stock. Those things are like trying to find a gold <laughs> nugget. You know, it's like you can't find them anywhere. So you know. 
trucks. Yeah, well, there's other trucks. Like, yeah, that's that's what we want to hear. Yeah, well, we, we need to hear that more often. But yeah. you know, we see a lot of them that come through the pick party lines and the autograph lines. So it's definitely gratifying when you get you know the the people that collect them or just the kids that want to race them. And you can tell the kids that race them at their you know at their house. They they definitely show some some wear on them. So <laughs> we get the ones like that, and we get the ones that are brand new in the package. So it's pretty cool either way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love the ones when they come and the arms ripped off and stuff. Like, you know, they get some good use out of it. <laughs> right. But um, um, the cool thing, you know, in Baria, it's it's kind of – I couldn't imagine being on a grave digger truck. There's so many grave diggers. We're very fortunate. You know, there's just a, a small little zombie clan of us. But, um, you know, we – Bari gets to participate in the Monster Jam World Finals freestyle competition, and I am participating in the Double Down Showdown, which is, you know, the, the rookies, the young guns, if you will, um, you know, the day of racing. So, Bari, like, you know, how – when are you going to pass the torch, and when am I going to be able to do the freestyle? Because I've been waiting, and I am ready to send it. <laughs> All right, so listen, I got the perfect plan for you. Okay. All you got to do – <laughs> is come out here and spank everybody's tail in the in yep. the double down showdown and then mm-hmm. you get the the thirty second spot in the world finals and you're in you get the freestyle and there'll be two zombies in the show and nobody Perfect. can tell us nothing. Yeah. So the okay. pressure's awesome. on so I'm gonna have to pick your brain. <laughs> the pressure's yeah, on it's a lot on different <laughs> it's a lot different strategy, you know, coming from um arena and I know you've had the opportunity, Barry, to to you know drive in a stadium and you do participate on the triple threat tour but you know uh what kind of advice and like what different mentality do you have coming from an arena where you know you're pop 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 popping around a corner you know quite <laughs> different speeds than going down thunder alley and making that high speed turn back you know in the racing to hit the jump so my like mindset is still stuck on arena and last year i kind of struggled with that corner but, you know, what's, what's the big shift in mindset when you go from arena to a stadium doing, you know, uh, so, a race pass like that? So in, the, in this setting, and this is the fastest these trucks go all year. Yeah. Uh, we're going down the straightaway. We come, we start outside the stadium and actually race into Sandboard Stadium through Thunder Alley. And we're reaching speed 65, 70 miles an hour in a matter of <laughs> seconds. And then you have to slow down a 12,000 pound monster jam truck and make a 90 degree <laughs> turn and jump it to the finish line. You have to do yeah. it in, you, you know, you have to do it smoothly with no mistakes in order to win. So the best thing I can say is you have to pick a spot where you feel comfortable in your breaking point on the track and you yeah. have to try and hit that mark every time. And, you know, these trucks kind of give you a false sense of security you know you're, you're accelerating down thunder alley and you're thinking oh this thing goes pretty good for as big as it is <laughs> and then you go for the brakes and then you, that gives you the reality check like oh man i have to slow down the twelve thousand pound monster jam truck that's when it gives you the the dose of reality like yeah we're moving pretty fast here buddy you better slow down so the, the best thing i can tell you is just it's a it's a weird feeling that we're you have to pitch the truck into that that turn yeah. It's going to feel like you're going too fast. It just is. Yeah. But you kind of have to trust the truck and, and take it to that very edge where you feel like, okay, I'm going faster on this turn, but I'm not going to roll over because I'm going too fast. That's the point. You just got to feel that in the seat of your pants is what I call it. And mm-hmm. it's almost like an unnerving feeling because you feel like, man, I'm going really fast for this truck to turn around. But if you trust it, you just got to trust the, the truck to do its job 
and just go around the turn. Of course, there's a fine line there, so it's just that line you got to find. And it's just it's something that you just feel in the seat of your pants. And then once you do it once, you just try to do it again and again. And that's something that is extremely hard in these trucks because it's hard to be consistent. Even the best drivers will tell you that. It's hard to be consistent in these trucks because they're just unpredictable. Uh, so, but if you can get in a rhythm and for me, it's a mental thing. If I can get in a rhythm mentally in my mind to say, you know, I know I, what I got to do is just go out here and do it. But all you have to do is lay down a few practice passes that you feel comfortable with. And then you just, it's game on from there. And then just, once you get it, it kind of becomes second nature of the feel of it. But I will say this about the triple threat series and being in, a small arena compared to this is it teaches you how to drive some of the best talent that monster jam has has come out of the triple threat series because for Absolutely. one we we get the most seat time we have three and four shows per weekend whereas the stadium tours they might have one or two so we get to drive mm-hmm. just a whole lot more than everybody so that's a plus that we we have so hopefully we can use that to our advantage i mean the, the a few past champions that have come out of the double down showdown have been on triple threat series. Yeah, you're right. Last year, Tristan England. Okay, question for you though: Are you right or left lane down Thunder Alley? What's the what's the preference? <laughs> you know, I really I really prefer the left lane. I like making okay. that right turn, and I like going through Thunder Alley in the left lane uh, mm. as opposed to the right lane. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to take a short break. Bari, man, I appreciate you taking the time to call in. Uh, good luck this weekend uh, to both you and Amy and the zombie trucks, and uh, we'll definitely be pulling for you guys and uh, hopefully see you, uh, one of you guys, crowd champion, right? Yes, appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a blast, and I can't wait to get started. All right. Thanks a lot, Bari. Right Thank you, guys. All right, and we are going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, Riley Herbst on the line here on the Downer Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's an urgent message from Agoro Financial. Most of the tiny penny stocks operating in the newly formed marijuana markets are garbage. That's the truth of it. But there are a few that have a legitimate chance of becoming blue-chip marijuana firms. And that's certainly the case for one 25-cent marijuana player that we've analyzed. Why? Because it was recently revealed that they are expected to deliver the best quarter on record to shareholders. All segments of operations, construction, wholesale, and retail are being reported as profitable and self-sustaining. And they could be getting ready to deliver some really big news. 
Shares could soar in the near future. Once the mainstream media begins covering this story, it could send share prices screaming higher. Go to ProfitFromPot.com to find out how you can legally stake a claim in the best of the best that the industry has to offer. If you don't, you'll probably regret it for the rest of your life. Go to ProfitFromPot.com. That's ProfitFromPot.com. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad does it attacks belly fat well let me tell you it did the second month is where i saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach i've lost six inches this product really does work so guys if you'd like to experience similar results then get andro 400 the safe natural and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone go to andro 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, joined on the line by uh, weekend winner, uh, taking his very first ever trophy truck overall victory, Riley Herbst. How's everything going, Riley? Good. How are you guys? Doing, uh, doing well, solid, man. Awesome. Yeah, Amy's getting ready to do some Monster Jam. I'm getting ready for the UTV World Championship. Uh, life is life is good. I think life is even better for you right now, though. Um, how was that? I mean, you, you, we gotta we'll talk about Arca and everything else, but dude, you grew up in off road to jump in the truck and uh, you know take an overall. What, what's it like to get your first ever overall victory in a trophy truck, man? Awesome. Uh, I'm thankful for. Uh, my dad and my family to let me and uh, my buddy Zane uh, run the race in uh, Barstow. It's super cool. Uh, I I don't really understand how much uh, this sport meant to my family. Stuff, but after winning it, how happy my dad was and stuff. It it's super cool to see how uh, this sport uh, means so much to my family and to uh, continue the legacy is awesome. Yeah, well, and I know, you know, gosh, I mean, going back to, uh, I guess, your grandpa, I mean, you know, Herps have been synonymous with desert racing, and, like, when you were coming up through the ranks, it, you know, like, to me, like, I grew up in off-road, too, and, you know, it was like, all right, Riley's going to go, you know, the dirt route, we're going to see him in a trophy truck at some point, or maybe a short course truck or something like that, and then you kind of went the other direction, which was probably the smarter direction, to be honest with you, but then it was like, everybody's like, well, when are we going to see Riley in a trophy truck, because we all want to see that kid in one at some point, right, in some type of desert truck, so, like, to see i know you guys have been doing some testing right and then it was like all right when's the race going to come but to see you guys actually racing like i thought that was pretty rad to see everything kind of kind of come full circle and i know like um yeah it had to have been a really special moment for your dad yeah it was awesome uh, we got to test in parker right before the uh parker race and um we kept all weekend and had no flats or whatever that and then we went to the Moore race and we won no flags for either of us um and we obviously won it was awesome and so hopefully we'll get to do some more races or um bigger races uh 
Yeah. You there? It was breaking up just a little bit, Riley. Yeah, hello? Yeah, 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 I was just breaking up just a hair. Yeah, you're crystal clear now. So, um, yeah, no, it'd be cool to see you guys. I mean, you know, going into this first one, what were the expectations for you guys? Because, I, I mean, I know your dad. I mean, he, he didn't put any kind of pressure on you guys at all. It was just kind of go out there and drive. I mean, you know, did you feel like, uh, you know, I mean, what were your feelings? Did you think you had a shot at taking an overall victory? Or was it just one of those, like, oh, we're going to go out there and see how it goes? Um, to be honest with you, me and Zane, uh, we, we knew that we really felt good that we were going to win this thing. Um, I, I don't know how we felt like that, but my dad telling us, no way, you got, you got no shot and all this stuff. A little bit of a rivalry going on between the kids and the dads, and it was awesome to, <laughs> yeah. to show the dads up. Yeah, well, and yeah, and how, pretty awesome. I, I like that. Yeah, that is rad. And how is it? I mean, like you and Zane, I mean, uh, you know, the tie in there, I mean, everybody, you know, you think of Herps and you think of, you know, you think of Mike Smith, right? And now, like, you and Zane have grown up together. Um, you're racing Arca together. Now you're racing a trophy truck together. Uh, I got to assume he's one of your best friends. I mean, how, how has that been being able to share all this with him? It's awesome. Like you said, we've been growing up. We've grown up each other since we were at, like, three. Every series, we've raced against each other and finally raced with him on the same team. And uh, to pull out a victory was awesome, and it was super. Yeah. I'd always uh, keep that forever. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, talking about that, we got to talk about ARCA a bit. We'll go back to off-road here in a second. But uh, I know you had Daytona, um, what, a month ago, something like that. How was your first Daytona? And I say that because you were full-time in ARCA last year. But they didn't let you race Daytona because of your age, right? So you jumped into the ARCA series like at, uh, at the second round, correct? Yeah, uh, I missed it by six days last year. So that was kind of a bummer. But Daytona this year was, um, we w- just wanted to finish the race. Because, you know, Daytona from watching on TV, it, it gets crazy fast. And um, we were running good, top, top seven all day, and then it got crazy and we rolled across the finish line broke and damaged and wrecks and tents. So we were happy uh, to take 10 points and move on to the next uh, real. Yeah. And I mean, how is it your first experience at Daytona? Because I mean, I know like my first experience just going to, you know, say the Indy 500 to spectate was amazing, but like to be at Daytona and to actually be a driver at the, you know, at that track, I mean, that had to have been something pretty special for you. Yeah, it was surreal. Um, to be honest with you, uh, just driving around there, and then you know that all the history has been taking place in that track, and to, get to be able to race on it was super cool. And I would like to better finish, but we're happy uh, where we finished, and we just kept keep moving on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about ARCA. I mean, this year, obviously, uh, you know, you finished 10th at Daytona. Uh, you know, you had a, a solid, you know, a solid year last year. I mean, what's, uh, what's the plans for this year? I mean, uh, obviously, I know you're part of the next NASCAR Next program. But, uh, I mean, looking, uh, looking at this year, I mean, uh, you know, ARCA, I mean, what's it going to take for you to, to continue to be there at the top every single week? Well, I'm really pumped because this is the uh, first year in my career that I – have not been a rookie in a series. Um, <laughs> this is my first year that I've been going into this, uh, like a second time into the year. So I'm not going to be in the Arca series for two years. So I won't be a rookie. I know what it takes to win. And I think we know what it takes to win championships and uh, to run up front every weekend. And uh, that's our plan. 
Yeah, well, that's it, funny that you say this the first time you've never been a rookie because I never thought about that. But I guess if you progress up the la- ladder as fast as you have, like every everything's a new experience. Like that's got to be pretty solid going into this year going, hey, I know these tracks. Like I raced there last year. Like I know what to expect. Like it's not like a new learning experience exactly. every track. You can bring what you learned yeah. last year to it, you know? I'm pumped for that interview. Um, just because, I don't know, it's like an told you how to go down, uh, do eighth grade again. You're like, oh, all right. I mean, I, I know what I'm doing here. Like, <laughs> I'm not as nervous or anything like that. Yeah, I never, never thought about it that way. But, yeah, awesome, man. So uh, what's up next for you? Obviously, we've got the ARCA series. I mean, do you know anything about, uh, you know, the off-road program? I, I got to think that, that your dad and Mike want to throw you and Zane back in the truck at some point when you win your very first ever race. I mean, uh, uh, what, are, what are the plans with off-road this year? What are, you know, what are the plans with, uh, with anything past ARCA? Um, yeah, well, I'm headed to the chassis, chassis down with the car. But I haven't really talked that that much about um, a plans for more off-road races. I hope we'll be able to do some more on a little bit bigger stage. I mean, Zane, because we feel we proved ourselves. So um, we'll have to see what goes down, though. Yeah, awesome, man. Well. Um... Yeah, and then uh, ARCA, I know, uh, you know, it's that series, it's like, it's weird. It takes a little bit of break after Daytona, and then things kind of ramp up, and then it's like, bam, 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 you got a bunch of rounds. I think I'll be at actually at the Charlotte race, uh, the Charlotte ARCA race with General Tire, so we'll probably see you out there. But uh, what's next for ARCA? What's the next couple of rounds look like? Uh, we go to Nashville on April 7th, uh, Salem, uh, two weeks after that, and then we hit the high banks again in Talladega uh, the last weekend of April. Okay, nice. Talladega, that'll be a that'll be a rad one. Well, I know uh, I know Amy would ask because she's competing this weekend. But uh, you guys heading out to the Monster Jam World Finals there in Vegas this weekend? I wish that's usually <laughs> a tradition for me and my dad. But um, I'm back here in Charlotte getting ready for Nashville. So uh, good luck to uh, you this weekend. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, Riley. Good luck at Nashville, and uh, we'll definitely talk soon. And uh, congrats again on uh, on that uh, overall victory there in the trophy truck this past weekend. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Riley. See ya. See ya. All right. That was Riley Herbst with the legendary Herbst family. Young kid, 18, I guess 19 now, just turned 19, but uh, just shredding it. Part of that wow. NASCAR Next program that Haley Deegan's yeah. involved in where they – Haley Deegan. Yeah, where they mm-hmm. t- take those yeah, young kids. Yeah, here she got some great, some great, great publicity, you know, and uh, I, I kind of – I follow along her social media quite a bit, and I actually follow that NASCAR Next program because – it really does give a good insight to the, you know, the new up and comers, but I love man, that. that girl is killing it. I, I love it too. And I, I, I love to hear like the feedback, you know, from the, these experienced drivers, you know, uh, kind of handing down the torch and almost you can, you can hear the fear in their voices because, you know, these young kids are, you know, so talented, especially the next generation, you know, people coming uh, from families of racers. Um, it's just, it's just really cool to see. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love these young kids making a name for themselves and speaking so intelligently and, you know, they're so, they're such well-rounded athletes at like 19. Like I remember myself at 19 filming, you know, moto adventures. I don't know what was going on. So I was a squirrel cool. at 19. Polished and, <laughs> yeah, but they're much more polished than us motocrossers. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh gosh. But, um, no, it's, it's, 
it's cool for them, good for them, and you know, you know, hopefully he'll he's gonna have a nice, a good long career. And uh, yeah, too bad he's not out here for World Finals. I'd like to meet them. Yeah, well, and that's what's funny. Like, um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but he he said what well, one thing. My takeaway from that was he's like every single year in my entire career I've been a rookie, and uh, when yeah. you get a kid that progresses as fast as he has. He's a winner every single series. He wins. He moves up. He wins. He moves up. He wins. He moves up. This is the only – in ARCA, I mean, this is legit. I mean, this is right below NASCAR truck. I mean, he, he's he's up in the upper echelons of, of stock car racing now. You know, but this is like the first time in his career he's ever actually got to go back and race the same tracks the second year. It would be like, you know, yeah. it would be like being a, a, a motocross racer or something and it like – um, you know, never, you know, it's like you learn the outdoor tracks, right? So you know what to expect when you go back. I could, like you said, he's like, yeah, now exactly. it's like, oh, they're telling me to go back and do eighth grade again. Good. I know eighth grade. I can do I it. <laughs> I started laughing. Yeah, I'm that's like, a, that's a great analogy. Yeah. It's such a great way to look at it though, because it's like, you know, it's not, oh, I'm moving up. I'm a rookie again. It's like, no, nah, I got this. Been there, done that. You know, you go back to the drawing board with the information from last year and you just improve. And that's a really good and positive way to look at it. And that's the racer mentality, though. You know, that's the, the, that's the mentality of a champion and a winner. So, you know, and again, he's so young, but he has such an advanced way of looking at things where, you know, that's, that's what you got to – either sink or swim, you know. And you, if you ha- adopt a mindset like that, you're only going to be successful. So. Yeah. Well, here's, and here's a crazy question, and I, I was just thinking about it, you know, use that motocross analogy, and we only got like a minute or so, but I never really looked at it that way because even in like short course off-road, they, they get data, they get to change it. Desert racing, like they may, we may change a small percentage of the track, but we still mostly know what it is. Supercross, it's something new every track, and every year, even if you go to Phoenix or if yeah. you go to Indy, it's a different track at the same location. How is that for these Supercross teams have to change all the data every single round and not have anything to draw from from the year prior? Um, that's why motocross is the baddest sport on the planet. <laughs> We're able to read the dirt. We can read the jump. You know, a 75-foot triple is a 75-foot triple. And that's what makes motocross the baddest motorsport on the planet. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Booyah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> It's getting deep in here. Gnarly, but, uh, we're just a gnarly breed of our own, okay? Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no way. I'm going to throw you in a trophy truck with me and take you and make you ride in a race with me. <laughs> then you'll be like, oh, this stuff's pretty legit. Oh, but uh, Not discrediting what you guys do. I'm just saying that it takes a very special breed, you know, to just go in and, and send it like most motocrossers do, and especially outdoors. Think of, like, every lap, you know, the, the ruts change, the lines change, you know, the terrain changes, you know, in a 30-minute motocross race. Like, it's just you don't work off data there. You work off pure balls, you know. You just just hold her and send it. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to take a short commercial break. We come back. Amy Hood and I, we're wrapping things up. We'll probably uh, close out with a little bit of Monster Jam talk here after the break. But uh, winding things down here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, after this. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, wrapping up uh, today's edition of your favorite action motorsports radio show. Uh, solid guest lineup, Street Bike Tommy. Uh, we had Bari Musauer and uh, Riley Herbst on the show. Nice, eclectic mix of guests. But, uh, Amy, big news. You are racing Monster Jam World Finals. Uh, I've already got people hitting me up. Uh, what, what's your schedule for this weekend? How are you going to be able to meet people? When can they meet you? Give us the details real quick. we got like a minute. Absolutely. Thursday is our practice day, so I'm going to be uh, heading down left and right lane to Thunder Alley. We get a couple of racing passes to kind of work, you know, work through the bugs and uh, – you know, just lock it down there. Like Barry said, calm, collective, feel the truck out, send it. <laughs> and then 
Friday and Saturday before the shows, you guys can come down all day pit party. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, we do hours signing autographs, talking to fans. I'm going to be obviously Facebook live in our Instagram live in. I'll be, you know, all over social media. Come down, say hi. And especially if you're tuning in, watch, listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. I had a couple kids last year come and tell me that they're avid listeners. I want to meet you guys, and maybe I'll give you like some special type of zombie swag if you're tuning in to the show. So, um, yeah, come by, say hi. And my racing, I will be racing on the Double Down Showdown Friday night, and the freestyle is going to be on Saturday. Nice. Well, I am looking forward to that. We got Monster Jam World Finals. You guys definitely need to. Uh, if you're in the Vegas area in the Southwest, make your trip to Vegas. Get there. You, you won't be disappointed. The I raddest. mean, you can, last year we had the first front flip on a monster truck. Okay, yeah. like this stuff gets crazy. World Finals. You're going to see 37 of the top Monster Jam trucks. It's wild. You know, it's it's where People all the drivers come it. together and put their best performance on so it's it's epic come see some first I mean, we always get world first come come down here so yeah. i actually reached so out is, to leo donald hey i, I reached oh, out yeah, to leo yeah. donald trying to get him on before and uh I, he, he didn't get back to me yet so i'd love to get him on just to talk about that front flip but who knows maybe he'll pull something out this year again that'll go viral and get him on next week but uh, uh yeah absolutely <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get whoever whoever wins world finals um, obviously, I'm going to be winning the Double Down Showdown, so you can have me on next week, too. What do you All know? right, we'll flip it. We'll, uh... But uh, we'll have all winners on next week for sure, and if anybody pulls something crazy, we'll have them on as well to talk about it. So awesome. tune in next week. We'll have a lot to talk about. Yep. All right, big shout-out to Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, Vision Wheel, Casey Highlights, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Optimus, Motoshield Pro, Terracross, Blue Resort Casino. It's at Jim Beaver 15. Amy is at Amy Hood 71. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to uh, this show as well as Project Action on iTunes. It's JB Dirtfish for 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, we are going to sign off. We'll see you guys next week.